0: Hello and welcome to Two Nerd Girls. I'm Kylie. And I'm Kaylee. And we're back! I know everybody missed us. So much. <laughs> you know, two week hiatus because somebody had to go to the beach.
1: Oh man, I wonder. Rude. I wonder who that was. Certainly wasn't me.
0: You're <laughs> busy working well <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna leave that one alone but on the upside of that though you know
1: we were gone for two weeks
0: so I feel like this is a good time to do
1: another another info dump I am all about that cause there has been a lot of freaking stuff happening in terms of Disney so yeah. we should probably just jump right in because we got a lot to talk about
0: I am affectionately calling these info dump episodes the Mouse Gazette for forever from now on. Because I think it's cute. It's a little newspaper. I'm special edition.
1: I am totally okay with that.
0: <laughs> uh, but like always, you know, normally when we do one of these episodes, we start off with the salt. But today is not a salt day. So the salt crown is still up on its pedestal on its little display case shelf. And what but is it today, Gred? It's sadness.
1: It's a doom and gloom.
0: We are gonna we are gonna start with the sadness, which is the fact that attendance is down at Disney parks across the globe, not including Shanghai Disney.
1: Well, you know, I mean, that'll happen whenever it just opens.
0: Yeah, it just <laughs> opened like last year, so of course attendance isn't going to be down there yet. But like at all the other parks. It's down pretty far. Like, I think at Disneyland, it was, like, a
1: 1.8% drop. Well, I I mean, when your tickets are $124 for one day, I mean, shoot, man, I can't... The,
0: I mean, that's, that's per adult, but still, like, if you think the quote-unquote average family is two adults and two kids... And for one day, it costs the adults two hundred and forty-eight dollars to get into the park. And just the two adults, the average family can afford
1: that. I mean, I could get two premium annual passes for my local theme park, like the big local theme park, for about the same price as that.
0: <laughs> I got a gold pass to Kings Island for a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty and that much includes free parking. That's pretty much what it was for Kennywood and it's not that much. I mean, I think you get like extra parking passes or something. It's like 120. But which I mean, I understand, you
0: know, like it's Disney. And even though Walt's big dream for Disneyland was that it was going to be accessible to everybody, and he wanted everybody to be able to go to Disneyland, and that was one of the reasons why they opened Disney World because people on the East Coast couldn't get to the West Coast or you know as often so they they opened an east coast theme park and disney now is making it inaccessible to people because they're jacking the prices up so high
1: and you know i understand that disney's a, a company and it's not you know a you know a, a charity for lack of a better word but it just seems i i don't know i mean i remember being a kid and Really, all like all I wanted to do was go to Disney, just once, and I, I never went as a kid because of that, and that was in the nineties. Exactly. and
0: like, well, I mean, that's the thing too. I feel is Disney doesn't have to have these crazy high ticket prices no. to to draw attendance. No, it. You know, they could they could have seventy dollar, eighty dollar tickets, which are a lot cheaper. And it would still make a shit ton of money because there would be more people that could afford to come down. Right. Which apparently, though, is also a problem because in one of the articles that I linked here, which we will include in the show notes, they said that one of the big complaints about Disney, especially during summer, like peak seasons, is the crazy amount of people in the park.
1: It just doesn't seem right to me that, you know, their quote unquote solution, which I don't know if that actually has anything to do with that. I highly doubt it does. But is just to continue to build this, you know, elitist image that I feel like, I I know for a while I I defended against it. You know what I mean? Like, you'd see that, and I would just, you, you'd see it on different article headlines, and I would just kind of roll my eyes. But anymore, I'm just like, now that I'm the one that would have to actually pay for tickets, like, I understand <laughs> where people are coming I, from. And I sucks. wouldn't
0: necessarily say elitist. It, it, because if you look, if you look at that direction, then you have to look at, you have to look at Universal oh, and call I'm them not, elitist. I'm not so saying it's
1: Universal's like, exempt.
0: I'm not, I wouldn't call them elitist. I don't know. It feels that I would way. say, I would say greedy versus elitist.
1: Right. But when you look at the fact that Disney World, and I, I can't speak for Disneyland because I, I don't. No, i don't look at it because i know that i'm not gonna get to go there but um you know you look at cabana like a cabana rental and that's something absurd i i mean hundreds of dollars for i think like half a day um and even even whenever you and i were looking at just like a basic normal human beings vacation like ah
0: See, but that's the thing. Like, that's the point, though, that rolls it back, is that what makes it so expensive is the park tickets. Like, the hotels are normally priced hotels. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's it's the tickets, which, granted, with Disney, the more days you add on to your ticket, the cheaper the ticket gets. So they do discount for the more days that you add on but it's just i mean you can add but you can add park hopper for a little more like it, if you look at universal one ticket for one day to their two parks is $165 per adult which i'm pretty sure if you added park hopper onto a one day disney adult ticket it would not get to 165 and that gets you four parks
1: um i don't know so, cuz it i think it actually would put you i feel like it put you cuz it's what 124 I think Park Hopper's about 50, so it's going to put you over that, but you're also... Dude, you and I tried that. You can't do all four parks in a day.
0: You can. I mean, we did.
1: Mm, I mean, kind of. You just
0: can't... You can't do them right. You can't spend as much time as you want if you're going to do them on in one day. Well, I mean, we spent which... like
1: 20 minutes in Epcot. We didn't okay, spend... Okay, but that was my
0: fault, and that was completely... That was something completely different. If, I, if we hadn't gone to do DVC stuff, we could have spent more time in Epcot.
1: But we also only spent about 20 minutes in Animal Kingdom. And that, that's my point. You really, I mean, you can set foot in all four parks, but you can't, you can't do all four parks.
0: Well, and that's what I said. You can't do them right. But we would have spent more time at Animal Kingdom had we not had reservations for lunch. So, like, there were other factors there as far as we were concerned as to why we only spent X amount of time. Like, Epcot is not a real... It's not a park that you really need to spend a whole lot of time in to get the whole effect of it. But my my upset was, like, Hollywood Studios. Because I love Hollywood Studios. But, no, I wouldn't necessarily say elitist because their message isn't going out like, oh, this is such a luxurious place to come. You know, there's some marketing is it, to families. Is it,
1: though, if, when you look at things like... the Grand For Yeah words, the Grand Floridian and the Pauline like you, you look at those prices and it's like Ehh. but they're luxury hotels I'm just throwing I mean, I'm also partially just playing devil's advocate but <laughs>
0: well my, my thing is though is like if you look out at any like if you took a hotel that was on par with the Grand Floridian which is a hotel that has a five star restaurant in it and looked in like New York, like at the Ritz or the Four Seasons or whatever. You're paying that much for a night for a room there, too. And I'm
1: just saying, poor kid gets where people are griping.
0: <laughs> but, well, I mean, and I can, like, doesn't... Never mind. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Um. So, anyways, yeah. So, another thing that they're saying has attendance down... Um is all the construction that's going on.
1: Well, and that's that's entirely fair. I mean, yeah. I've heard again, I can't speak for Disneyland, but you know, when you hear about how much of that park is closed and you look at how much of Hollywood Studios is closed and things like that. I mean, I I don't want to pay that much money to go to a park that I can only go to maybe a third of.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not speaking for Disney World because of what I read as Disneyland, but I know Disneyland has closed 10 different attractions and restaurants to, to build Star Wars Land, which is necessary. Right, but... Like, everybody wants Star Wars Land. I want Star Wars Land. You want Star Wars Land. It has to be built, and there are things that have to be closed to do it. But in the meantime, you know, it's understandable, too, that people are looking like, oh, well, I really wanted to ride this, and now it's closed, and this, and it's closed... And so why am I going to pay to go? And But I honestly think like Disney is probably going to see a giant rebound in 2019 when Star Wars opens. Oh,
1: absolutely. But, I mean, again, I'm not going to... I mean, that, that would be... That would be my thought process. Is, well, what's I mean, the point too, of going now? Is, even
0: though attendance is
1: down, profits are up.
0: Because, probably because the ticket prices are what they are. And also because I guess they're finding ways to to sucker people into buying merch. Which, you know, whatever. I'm not totally innocent in that. I walk in and want everything I see in Disney when we go. So
1: you know, there's that. <laughs> I mean, and and let's and let's be entirely honest here. As long as they're still making money, I don't think the price the ticket prices are gonna change. Well,
0: and that was something else, too, that they were talking about. I mentioned briefly before that they, a lot of people were really upset about the crowd sizes at peak times. Which, you are going to one of the most major theme parks in the world during the summer when everybody else has the time to go. You're really going to get pissed off because the crowd sizes are big? Hmm. I don't know about that. But they were talking about mentioning something about variable pricing. Which would make the, the prices of tickets higher during the peak season and a little, I don't know how much lower, but lower in, like, the slower season. So, like, through
1: the winter and stuff. Mm-hmm. That
0: would hopefully kind of control crowd sizes a little better.
1: Well, I know when I was looking, I was looking at Disneyland tickets just out of curiosity. And it even had, I think it was, like, 90, it was, like, 90-something for value... Times and then up to 124 at peak, which I think it said starts at the end of the month, but and there was a there was a a, a middle tier in there, but I can't remember what the price was. One well, see that's the thing with Disney too, like you're
0: looking at 124 if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom. So that's Disney. Disney World has two different two different ticket prices. They have Magic Kingdom price, and then they have a cheaper rate for the other three parks because. Let's face it, when you think Disney, you think the Magic Kingdom. So when you're when you're picking like multiple days or whatever, there are, I think they charge the Magic Kingdom price just because um, you know, you're probably gonna go there if you're building a multi-day vacation. Right. But I do know like if you can select the Epcot price, which I think is like t- last I checked it was like ten dollars cheaper than the Magic Kingdom price. But if you add Park Hopper to that, to where you can go to the Magic Kingdom, the Park Hopper amount that you're charged evens it out so that you would pay with Park Hopper, like you would pay what you pay for Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So they, they even it out. But they do, like, I'm sure that Disney has a price for, like, California Adventure, and then they've got a price for Disneyland. So, I don't know. I just, I personally think that that would be both good and bad, mm-hmm. because it might make it cheaper on you if you're going in the winter. It might make ticket prices a little less shocking. But can you imagine what they would jack it up to if you went in like the middle of July? Oh my God! Like you would be paying two hundred bucks a ticket. I, mean, I can see it
1: now. I mean, one, I would never go in July anywhere because this kid doesn't like hot. Um, and two, this kid can't pay those prices. You know what I mean? I just. I don't
0: know, man. I mean, on the one hand, I can understand it because they can charge whatever they want. I and know that. Are still gonna come. I know that. But I, I also. But on the other hand, I, I think it's bullshit. You market to people with families. You market to kids. Yeah. And
1: I, I empathize a lot with the people that are vocal about you know it's too expensive. It's too you know I I get that. I really do.
0: Well, yeah, I think everybody gets that. Disney is crazy freaking expensive. but Unless you're Bill Gates, in which case it's just like pocket change. Yeah, just
1: do what you want. Alternatively, Attends Universal was up.
0: Yes, it was. Which I know out in California had to do with the fact that they just opened their Wizarding World.
1: Yep, and uh, Orlando just opened Volcano Bay.
0: Yes. So of course you're going to see spikes in attendance because two big things just opened there.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, yeah. But also you probably wouldn't go near either with a ten foot pole
1: at the moment. I know. But, You know. I don't know though, man. Universal might be okay because everybody's going to be at the water park, so we can just go do we can just go do uh, Harry Potter stuff all day. Well, I mean, my point though is
0: like if you go and you want to go to Volcano Bay. You- <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I'll tear your motives here well I mean yeah but like you go to Universal this summer and it's hot as balls because you're in the summer and you're like I'm gonna go to the water park it's supposed to be really cool Lol, oh, oh, nope bad life decision because everybody else is at the water park so anyways moving on to happier topics yes yeah, so Mary well, Poppins happier for one of us
1: Mary Poppins stills came out today man and I am so freaking excited Oh, man. Like, first of all, first of all, I really, really love Mary Poppins, even though I know you don't. I love Mary Poppins, and also I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is in Mary Poppins, and I am very, very happy. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I like Lin-Manuel Miranda.
1: That was so... You are so salty tonight. (laughs) I am not salty. I don't know, There is no salt. I mean... Is it Mr. Grumpy Kills? We Gills? disagreed.
0: I will reach to this computer, man. You will not Who's know what's coming for you. Who's
1: it, Mr. Grumpy Gills? <laughs> I will turn this podcast around.
0: You want salt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins uh, images are out, and they are magical. Uh, those will also get some links in the doobly doo Um, so Emily Blunt is, is also in this movie, you know, she's Mary Poppins, not as important as Lin-Manuel Miranda as Jack, the lamplighter, but you know, I mean, a, a close, a close second, a close second. She may be number one on the call sheets, but Lin is number one in everyone's hearts. Um, I know. Okay. So I know that you don't love Mary Poppins by any stretch of the imagination, but what did you think of the stills? I mean, they were cute. <laughs> but they're, they're marketing. They're marketing
0: tools. So, of course, they're going to like make sure the good ones come out. But so you're like, ooh, Mary so Poppins. Cute. Ooh, Mary Poppins. I just. They're so cute. I have no interest. I didn't like the original, although I adore Julie Andrews. Sorry that you're wrong.
1: <laughs> but. <laughs> I personally Listen. enjoyed. Um, I retweeted it. I don't know if you saw it. Somebody tweeted the picture of Lynn kind of hanging off of the lamppost. And it just it's just this little parody going, Do you hear the people sing around this lamp? I'm trying to light. It is the music of a sequel, not a remake. Get it right. <laughs> and nice. I laughed way too hard.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously everybody's going to think it's a remake. Right, They're because only calling it Mary Poppins.
1: Well, I think it's, I think it's Mary Poppins, or it's Mary Poppins Returns, but.
0: Well, yeah, like the full title, but every time somebody refers to it, it's just Mary Poppins. Right, and
1: it's like, Mm -hmm. and then I just went to shake everyone and be like, there were more books. But, you know. Well, not everybody knows it was based on a book. Well, and a lot of people don't read past headlines, so that's a whole other issue.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, I watched, I watched Saving Mr. Banks, which was about Mary Poppins. Tom Hanks is a kick ass Walt Disney. Let me tell you that.
1: Tom Hanks is kick ass. I loved him general. as Walt Disney.
0: Well, yeah, but that whole thing was the whole that movie was good. I just I don't know. There was something about the original Mary Poppins that I I couldn't get down with. Like if I listen to Disney Pandora and any song from that comes on, I have to switch it because I just I can't do it.
1: How do you not like Chim Chimney or Step in Time? I don't like the movie. But step in time!
0: This is the face of a person who is not at all impressed. Step in time. (laughs) Doesn't do anything
1: for me. Riding carousel horses whimsically through the fields. Cool. (gasps) Where's your sense of whimsy, woman? I, mean, okay. I have a big so, sense of whimsy,
0: just not about this movie. My whimsy lies in other directions.
1: So, okay, so it has it has Lynn. Would you see it for Lynn? I don't know.
0: Maybe not. I might not pay to see it in theaters. I might watch it in the comfort of my own home.
1: I will be seeing it. Maybe. I will be seeing it in theaters because Lynn and Mary Poppins, which means I am very, very... Happy. I am just very sad that it apparently doesn't come out until Christmas of twenty eighteen. How much time in post? How much time in post production do they need?
0: I mean, maybe it was a typo. I I I read I only read it in an article that it said twenty eighteen. I am
1: checking. It could have meant Christmas
0: twenty seventeen. I mean, no, they wouldn't know because Star Wars comes out.
1: Oh shit, that's right. So they wouldn't
0: compete with Star Wars, even though because then Mary Poppins would get crushed.
1: Yeah. No, it is. It is twenty eighteen. Yeah.
0: But that doesn't even make sense because then they've got another Star Wars movie coming out next year. Although it's not an episode, so yes. maybe that's where they think that the.
1: I still think it. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I did. I did entirely think it could have been a typo the day the day because I was reading things at work today that were oddly typoed. Just a good thing that I understand zip codes in my area. Anyway, moving along. What else is going on, Gred?
0: Um, hold on one second.
1: I'm actually checking on this. What are you checking the, on? Uh,
0: the, um, IMDB Mary Poppins. Yep. 2018. Yep. Just verifying. Not a pop, not a typo. Did you not trust me? No. You called Disney elitist. Because. I don't trust you with anything tonight. <sighs> Moving on.
1: Guess what? Guess what? Why don't you love me anymore, Brad? You're not guessing. Why why don't why don't why don't you love me anymore?
0: <laughs> um, maybe I will if you guess.
1: My broke little heart was hurting, okay. I'll guess. I'll guess. What am I guessing? <gasps> They've started to build Star Wars land. <laughs> That was a really poor pterodactyl screech. I apologize.
0: That really was like a dying pterodactyl screech. Not even like dying like 98% dead. I'm
1: usually (laughs) really good at pterodactyl screeches. I don't know what happened. Was not my best effort. Not not my best effort. Not at all. But they have apparently
0: started to build the foundations. Due to certain newspapers. Not naming any names. (laughs) Bizjournals.com. I've apparently been stalking the permits that Disney is filing for the project. And one of the permits that came out, I guess, was like a some sort of like declaration of intent or whatever. I don't remember what it was called. We will also link that in the show notes.
1: So yes. They started to build it. I'm so excited. I just I want to be able to drive the Millennium Falcon, man. Right? That's all that's all my all my nerdy little heart wants is to drive the Falcon. I want to be able to stay in a Star Wars themed hotel. That would be pretty sick. Do you
0: think? Although you be- I can bet that'll be one of the crazy expensive ones.
1: I I I would just hope that they're going to be serving some bath of milk.
0: Well, I mean like I like we talked about this a while ago in another episode, I know, but they're wanting from what I was seeing they're wanting to make it interactive. Like they want you, you to feel it. like you're yeah. yeah. So they want like your actions in the parks to have consequences, and I can only imagine that, that would extend to the resort. Because they would include that
1: somehow. That would be pretty sick. Hey, by the way, I might not be able to pterodactyl call, but guess what Sam can do? Is he gonna do Wookiee? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. But no, that would be pretty sick. Like you're walking around the resort and then people are just like, general. Or what are you doing? <laughs> you scruffy looking nerf herder.
0: I would almost I would almost think though, like I mean granted, I think you're crazy if you wouldn't want to participate. But I think if they go that route, I think they would have to have some clear way to indicate to cast members that this person wants to play along.
1: Right, right, right. I just don't, I mean, like, I don't know how you would do it. I'm sure, I mean, it's Disney, I'm sure they'd find a way. Well,
0: I know with King's Island, um, when they do Halloween haunt and you don't want to be scared. Granted, King's Island makes you purchase the thing you to keep it.
1: Why would you go to a Halloween thing at a theme park if you didn't want to be scared?
0: Well, it's, I mean, people still want to go to the park to ride the rides and everything, Mm. but they have, like, people wandering around the parks that come and scare you. I mean,
1: touche, but eh. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you just, it's like a light-up lanyard that you wear, and then they leave you alone. They don't bother you. It
1: still seems anticlimactic to me, especially maybe because I saw the, I saw today something about tickets for Universal's uh, Halloween thing, but. I want to go to that so bad. One day. One night,
0: just so bad. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like, they could do something like that. Yeah. Like, King's Island is the lanyard. They could probably be, like, okay, if you want to participate, then you'll get this kind of, like, fat wristband. Although Disney's apparently moving away from their wristbands, so I'm not 100% sure what will be replacing them. Right. But I'm sure, though, they would come up with something, or it would kind of be explicitly, like, said, like if you're in the star wars park it is assumed that you are willing to play along
1: right i i almost i almost feel like it would be instead of marking people that want to participate like you were saying with the with the necklaces you know if you don't want to participate then you get marked well that's what i meant yeah
0: like there would be some way to mark out the people who don't want to play along that way you only they're only interacting in that way with people who do want to play along yeah I don't, I'm sure I don't, they'll come up with something. I don't
1: know why he wouldn't. I, I really because even even for a casual Star Wars fan, that's something that would be fun. Well, you know, but if Grandma and
0: Grandpa are taking the kids no. to
1: Star Wars Land,
0: and Grandpa doesn't know anything about Star Wars and he doesn't like people in his face, fair enough. He's not, you know, something like that. Grandpa's a killjoy in that <laughs> respect. But
1: I mean, I can see it happening. I mean, my dad likes Jar Jar Binks. We all have our family issues still can't believe that i don't know where i failed him man he probably just does it to be contrary i'm sure he does i've met him so you know i liked
0: i liked gotch because everybody hated him
1: you know so star wars land is being built but pandora's finished and opened and apparently amazing yeah everyone's been losing their freaking minds
0: like, some of the stuff that I've seen were even people that were like, you know, I really had nothing to do with the movie, but being here in the park is mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, like, I keep seeing people posting their stuff, and I'm like, whoa! And apparently, I read today that they have
0: bioluminescent plants around the park, so it, like, glows in the dark. At
1: Dude, time. have you seen the pictures of that? Because it looks amazing.
0: Yeah, I have. We We have an article with a bunch of pictures of it that we'll definitely link so that you guys can look at it too but it's just it looks so cool it does but I, I read the word bioluminescent and all I could think of was Moana oh I see she's covered wow. a barnacle of bioluminescent algae just like <laughs> I love that movie so much <laughs> speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda anyways yeah really so yes like the reviews have been super crazy positive everybody seems to love it and apparently they showed out of the toy banshees already, and the park's not even been open for a month.
1: Yeah, it took me a minute to figure out what banshees are because I have no clue. Um, aren't they the flying animals? Yeah, I
0: think so. The <laughs> flappy flap things. I have honestly the flappy flappersons that the make you go. The flappity flappers that the sky pancakes that make yes, you go, I have woo! never seen the movie. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen bits and pieces here and there enough to kind of have like a general overview.
1: I but I've
0: never seen it in full.
1: I just watched *Pocahontas* instead. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah. So that's that's really good because I was really excited about *Pandora*. Yeah, it does. Look and sweet. I really want to go. And so it's it's super nice to hear that it wasn't you know let down, which I love Universal and Harry Potter and everything that they have done because it was so amazing and so it's. So detail oriented, but seeing what Disney can do with Pandora.
1: Yeah, but remember that time that I just kind of sat down in front of, on like the ground <laughs> in front of Oxbeam and like cried a little. <laughs> okay, but that's like, the, that's
0: not my point. Like I said, like the way that Universal did it is amazing and it is so no, good and it's so great, but it's not super interactive. Like, can you imagine if Disney had kept the rights to Harry Potter and had built it? That would be pretty
1: sick. I won't even lie. Walk
0: down this road of imagination with me. This is where my whimsy is. <laughs> it could have been truly spectacular. Not that the Wizarding World currently isn't. Because I love it.
1: But no, yeah, no. Disney Disney would have, like... The whole, like, shit.
0: <laughs> I just feel like it would have been more interactive. I feel like there would be more things to do. Besides just going into the shops, mostly. Fair enough.
1: Well, and, and I think Diagon Alley helped with that. But... Diagon Alley only had one ride. Yeah, but you also had. I thought. I thought the shows were better in Diagon Alley. You also well, have. I mean, a, they all, you they also only had have a, a lot, show. You also no. It it rotates. Um, they also have a lot more um interactive wand stuff in Diagon Alley.
0: Well, but my point, my point. No, no, is I, I, I know. it, it I know. encompassed Diagon, like Diagon Alley, beyond like rides, like it was just stores. Which, I mean, shut up and take my money. But, like, Escape from Gringotts was mind-blowingly amazing. We wrote it, like, four times in a row because we liked it so much. But
1: they could have done something else cooler, you
0: know? They could have, although Fortescue's, I'm now having very fond thoughts of that chocolate ice cream. Yeah, thanks a
1: lot. Now I really want some Earl Grey and Lavender. Um, You're so welcome. Also, also happening in terms of uh rides though is that um oh my gosh, why did I just entirely blank on everything. Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout is opening at the end of the month I in Disneyland. Just... So I am really hoping for people to post some uh ride video on YouTube so that I can see that.
0: <laughs> I'm just not excited for that. And I think
1: it's because
0: they took down Tower of Terror to do it.
1: I mean, I'm not even gonna I mean I'm I will agree with you that that sucks a lot. I mean, I've heard, I've heard like whispers of where they could do something with that in Disney world. Um, that are not tower of terror. So that's a good thing. But
0: well, my thing though, it's, it really seems like Disneyland is kind of going really Marvel oriented or at least moving in that general direction. And I think guardians of the galaxy is going to be like a really big test. But it, I, I know that there were a crap ton of people that were really upset over oh, the yeah. fact that they took down Tower of Terror because it's a Disney classic. Right. It is a ride that's held up and everybody still loves it, you know? Oh, yeah. And so you, you took it away. Well, I mean... So I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm on the fence about that
1: one. Well, I mean, the thing the thing with Marvel is that Disney World really can't do anything about it because of Universal. Um so, east of the Mississippi, you're not going to see a lot of Marvel. Um, they can really only do it in California or overseas.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't really compete either because you have Universal in Los Angeles.
1: I don't know how the contract works. I just know that's part of it. I mean, um, it doesn't surprise that's me why... because I
0: know that, like, Universal Orlando has the whole great right. Spider-Man rides and stuff like that. Right, so. and
1: that's, that's why Disneyland can do, like, their Marvel days over the summer and Disney World can't. It um, because... doesn't really upset me. No, I mean, not me either. I mean, I could see that in... I could see them trying, wanting to do something with it in Hollywood Studios. But I don't think...
0: Well, yeah, if they did it anywhere, it would be Hollywood Studios. Because that is... Like, to me, Disney World is split into the two big parks. Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. And then the two, like... Oh, this is still cool, but it's not quite as big as the others. And Animal Kingdom and Epcot. And Magic Kingdom is the big park for kids. And Hollywood Studios is the big park for adults. So they're going to do something Marvel-oriented, they're going to put it in the big park for adults because you're going to draw the older audiences yeah. in. But I don't. I just... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Tower of Terror wasn't broken, and now it's gone from Disneyland. So that just makes you really happy there's not going to be a lot of Marvel because I really don't want them taking
1: Tower of Terror away. I
0: love it I so do, much.
1: I don't think you're going to have to worry about them getting rid of both of them.
0: well i mean it's not just both of them though like i think there's an incarnation of it everywhere at every disney park kind of like haunted mansion right but
1: in terms of like stateside i don't think you need to worry about them getting rid of both
0: um moving on though speaking of classic disney rides this one is actually a a movie that was also a ride in pirates of the caribbean
1: (laughs) that we still haven't seen
0: kind of on the fence about whether or not i want to see it in theaters Honestly um because i've been seeing really really mixed reviews on it some people apparently really liked it one person told me that it, they thought it was on par with the original
1: i did i think i saw uh, someone's review like that i forget which publication it was but
0: yeah and then a lot of other people and a lot of other critics are kind of like uh it was kind of terrible it currently has like a 29% rating on rotten tomatoes Oh,
1: there's that. I'm curious, and I should have I should have done this homework earlier. But thinking about this one having a 29, percent I want to see what on Stranger Tides had because I wanted to love that movie so much more than I did. Um, because you know, mermaids like proper mermaids.
0: Yeah, but a lot of people don't like
1: proper mermaids. Yeah, well, a lot of people are wrong.
0: (laughs) Well, obviously, proper mermaids are the only real way to go outside of Ariel from The Little Mermaid. It's
1: true, it's true. Uh, 32% was what On Stranger Tides had. So not much better. Um, Now, that said, that was with the critics. Um, Now, the audience score is a 54%. Um, And I'm going to be honest, I don't usually dig critic reviews anyway because I feel like critics tend to like a very specific type of movie for the most part. Agreed. Um yeah. so the audience score for On Stranger Tides is fifty-four percent. The audience score for Dead Men Tell No Tales is sixty-nine percent.
0: Oh well in that case that's good. Yeah
1: so I Clearly the critics are just idiots. Well the critics usually are. Um I mean there's been a lot of times where I'll be watching for whatever reason I'll be watching you know, like the Oscars or something and a movie that I thought was awesome never gets any love because it's not, you know, a critic movie. Um, Yeah. So, take that as you will. Well, I
0: mean, it does kind of make sense that the audiences would like it more than the critics just based on the fact that uh, as of a few days ago, it had crossed $500 at the global box office, which is
1: pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably see it. I need to see Guardians too as well because, Guardians. I'm
0: probably just going to wait until they come to the the thing where I can watch them at the home theater and, you know, watch them here. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. It was nice to see that it's actually doing pretty well and yeah. especially now knowing that the normal moviegoers like it quite a bit. Yeah. If it's sits at almost a seventy percent rating, that's definitely heartening. Yes.
1: And on the th- speaking of things that you can watch on the home theater, Beating the Beast and the god awful dress that we hated is now in DVD and Blu-ray and I will probably be picking that up in the very near future because evermore uh... <laughs> yeah but you know you can just
0: listen to that on the soundtrack know, but no
1: but I but if I listen to it on the soundtrack I don't get I don't get a, I don't get extended story and I don't get that ending that I almost mean, made
0: me cry I like I like meeting the beast you know obviously we did that review on it It was basically except for these few things I'm super salty about the rest of it was good Uh, but I don't for some reason I'm just like oh okay cool it came out other hand I am super stoked about the 75th anniversary edition of bambi that just got released yesterday
1: so remember earlier when you were
0: all meh on mary poppins yeah I know because you're a terrible person
1: wow I mean, I'm a terrible person, but not because I'm met on Bambi.
0: I don't know. It's because you're met on Bambi.
1: How can you be met on Bambi? I don't know, man. It was just never really my thing. I mean, even when I was little, like, I think the last time I watched Bambi until a couple of months ago, I was maybe five. Okay, but maybe. the most recent
0: time you watched it was a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, because I hadn't seen it in twenty. 20- Two years <laughs> and I thought there has to be a reason I-, I don't know man I mean it's cute but it's never been one of my favorites um I mean I'll pr- I mean eventually I'll probably get it on dig- you know digitally as I'm slowly converting everything over from VHS but I'm not like must run to Target mm-hmm You are, like, seriously contemplating our friendship right now, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Wow!
0: Wondering how I could have gone so wrong so fast. (laughs) I mean, when I first met you, you hadn't seen Lilo and Stitch, and now I know that you don't like Bambi, and just, I'm... To be fair! What in the world?
1: Who hurt you? My dad liking... My poor friend. My dad liking Jar Jar Binks. That would curse you
0: for Star Wars, not for Bambi.
1: <laughs> I, I just, I really never did. I mean, I'm, I'm even, I'm looking at my VHSs right now, and, I mean, I watched The Great Mass Detective a lot. <laughs> that legit
0: has nothing to do with this. At no, all.
1: no, I'm trying to think of reasons I didn't watch Bambi as a child, and I feel like the Lion King and Aladdin and the great mass detective and Pocahontas were probably solid reasons why again, again, I mean, it's, 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 I like the
0: animation and I like the music. I think the soundtrack is lovely.
1: I mean, it's very sweet. It's just not my, my fave.
0: Yeah. Will you remember a half hour ago when you were on me about Mary Poppins? No,
1: you're still wrong about. Yeah, well, you're still wrong about Mary Poppins. No. Yeah, Mm -mm. yeah, Mm -mm. yeah. Mm -mm. I mean, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is an institution.
0: (laughs) The word, maybe I can't stand the song. Supercal.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna set that. So you start singing. I'm gonna set that as your ringtone you do
0: that <laughs> no i'm not i'm never around you when i call you anyways so it's not gonna <laughs> do anything for me
1: you say gred we got anything else for tonight i don't think so i think that was it for this edition of the mouse gazette well in that case gred thank you for potting with me and thank you for potting me now forge tell the
0: nice folks how they can get a hold of us
1: they can Email us at two nerdgirlspodcast at gmail.com. That is a numeral two, by the way. You can tweet us at two girls pod. You can catch us on Facebook at Two Nerd Girls Podcast. And we are probably on Twitter the most. Um, although we haven't been recently because I was on vacation. Uh <laughs> Twitter and Facebook
0: evenly. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. I I we keep up with
0: Facebook. Yeah. If I do say so myself. because by we I mean me
1: (laughs) and by Twitter I mean me so in that case we will see you next week
0: in the meantime my dear friends do remember to believe in a little bit of faith trust and pixie dust
1: and do not forget to be awesome bye Bye.